0: Hey guys, welcome to the Babbling Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG
1: Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey, what's up, guys?
0: It's Michael from the Babbling Pastor Podcast here with
1: Rob, also from the Babbling Pastor.
0: Pastor Podcast. Dude, the level, the level of um, forethought that we put into these is.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean. I'd it's, say government level. It's, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's actually probably not far from the truth. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right guys, well, uh, thank you for tuning in today. Today, oh, we're a little late on this really, but I'm really glad that we're talking about it because it's, I don't know if, how you would describe it. Is it interesting in a disturbing way <laughs> or like just interesting?
1: Um, well, you know, uh, it it's, it's disturbing In so much as the results of this are pretty disturbing, some of them. Um yeah, I don't know. Gotcha. So
0: I and here's the thing. I haven't so I I Google searched this to see who else had covered it, maybe if anybody else had made any videos on it. I didn't really find a ton. Like there's a couple. There's one that I saw from uh, just some random person on the internet, and then there's another one from one of my friends from Instagram, Nick from is Gear. He did a video on it, but past that, there's not a whole lot on this. So this will be really interesting. So, um, guys, I'm sorry we really didn't introduce. So this. what are we wait, talking? Wait, wait, yes. wait.
1: This means what? that we are giving you exclusive coverage, like a year on later. this topic.
0: <laughs> when did these come out? When did the state of theologies come out? Like, is there a certain um, month?
1: You know what? I don't even know that. Actually, it wasn't that long ago because... um, This is
0: 2020, I think, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. They also... The 2021, the January 2021 Mm -hmm. um, uh, table talk is about this survey.
0: Oh, okay. It
1: can't be that old. Gotcha. Okay. So I don't know the the time, but... All right.
0: So we're going to be talking... We're going to use this month to talk about four of the different topics uh or for the different questions that were surveyed in the state of theology now in case you don't know about the state of theology we'll leave a link in the description as far as for the whole thing it's actually super interesting you can go in and we're not going to deep dive it obviously there's not enough time but um you can go in and look at like by age range by gender by uh affiliation as far as uh i think they break it down into four it's roman catholic protestant uh
1: so if you if you look in it, uh, there's actually, well, as far as affiliation, there's Evangelical, Black, Protestant, yeah. Mainline, Roman, Catholic, and other.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because obviously there's going to be a, <laughs> between those, there's already theological differences. So uh, it's interesting. So the first one we're going to look at today is uh, the question that they pose as far as learning about theology is for pastors and scholars only. Now, um, in case you never looked at this, basically they do a general population survey as far as adults just just adults in the US and then they break it down by evangelical responses. So, I found these rather interesting because like between the two, there's not a lot of difference as far as breakdown as far as answers go. So, for example, The uh, general U.S. population response was 50% strongly disagreed that learning about theology is just for pastors. And then 73% of evangelicals said that was strong. I mean, it's a 20, 23 difference. But when you look at the scope of the rest of it, it's still a downgrade as far as people that agree or strongly agree. Yeah. I don't know what to take from the 50% that aren't evangelical that would say no to that. I'm not quite. That's, that's just, that's, are they looking, are they, are they studying or not? Because my general consensus is they're not like the people that I talk to just aren't like, that aren't Christian. Let's talk about outside of the church, right? The people outside of the church that I speak to in general, aren't studying theology, but they don't think it should be just for pastors either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it all hinges on the definition of theology, right? Like I think for for the average Joe, um, but even even within the church, unless you go to a really solid church and you're actually in the church and you're taking part in and all the stuff, right? Um, if that's not you, then theology, I think, sometimes can be this like daunting, scary word. But all that, all that it means is uh, it's the study of God. It's knowing God, and as Christians, especially, yeah, you know, I mean, we're obviously called to to know more about God and to learn more about who God is and that's the whole thing right if you don't have i mean at some level if you don't have a thirst to know more about who God is then it's hard to if if that's a state of being for you it's hard to say that I'm a Christian anyway cuz that's the whole thing mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's not it's not as scary as we make it out to be
0: i no, think no no it's not now, the encouraging thing is, like I said, 73% strongly disagreed that theology was just for pastors and scholars, which is great, because that means that, you know, a lot of people within the church, specifically evangelicals, would say that they need to study it as well, which I've I've found that that's actually fairly accurate in regard to, if you talk to the, the general, you know, congregant lay person, they're not going to, I mean... Look, they don't. It's not like they're sitting down with Grudem Systematic Theology and going through it, though. That would be awesome. But they do have a general idea of theological concepts um, that they've they've kind of looked up on themselves. I think a lot of this too. I'd like to pick your brain on that part. Like, I think some of this comes back to the fact that we, because of the internet and the access to everything that we can get a hold of, now people are actually doing that themselves. Whereas before, it was really maybe the, the perception. Does it give? And don't see a breakdown over the years, but um, it'd be interesting to see if this went up as like throughout the, like the last few years, if this percentage went up or not, um, as people had more access to smartphones and the internet and things like that. And were able to look into it. Now, again, it's usually a base level understanding, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really good that people are actually looking into it and challenging, you know, the theology that they've maybe grown up with or, Um, their understanding of what that looks like.
1: Yeah, um, I I mean, I I think, so at some level it is, uh, I I hope, right? So the outcome of the study, um, as far as, let's see, U.S. Evangelical respondents in 2020, is that 10% of them agree that um <laughs> that's just for pastors and scholars learning about theology is for pastors and scholars only 10% of them agree and 5% of them are not sure so 15% of the evangelicals at least the ones that responded to this and this is a pretty robust i don't, I don't remember off the top of my head but it's not it's not like eight people right it's no like, no
0: no, actually, uh, it, I it, I don't know the total number, but when I was deep diving, like when you start really diving in, it starts giving you warnings. Hey, you, you're in a pool of less than 90 people. This is not incredibly helpful. Like it, it warns you when you deep dive after you get under 100 people, they're like, this is not going to be incredibly helpful to you because it's too <laughs> small of a pool. So I'm yeah. sure it was rather long. I don't know how many though.
1: Yeah, I mean, and in, in that, um, you know, and, and anytime that, that someone does a poll, like at least, professionally or that they pay to have something done and it's an actual um uh legit poll Mm -hmm. they take from um a lot of different kind of demographics and it's not just um it's not just evangelicals per se it's evangelicals uh at in this denomination and in that denomination and of this gender and that gender like you were saying in the beginning it's not um so all that to say, fifteen percent of evangelicals who either aren't sure or actually just agree that it's not for them, right? It's just for pastors and scholars only. Fifteen um, percent uh, of evangelicals are kind of confused on this matter, um, right. and and it's it's actually a shame. Like it's not. Um, it just means that there there's a lack of. Uh, solid Bible teaching, honestly. That, the that, whole survey least, shows that. At least, <laughs> yeah, at least in there. Yeah, you, that's true. The whole survey says that, and honestly, this is kind of the the um, foundation, if you will, of a lot of the rest of the survey. Because if if uh, if learning about theology is for pastors and scholars only, and that's even a belief you're not sure how to answer then um it's no wonder that some of the other things that we'll talk about and some of the other things that we just won't that that are in this that are just really mixed up right Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's no wonder that that's a thing you know yeah Uh, (laughs) because this is kind of the foundation of that
0: well and to that point so for example the other day i mean by the time this airs this will be like a month from now. But, um, the other day I posted a meme about how, um, you know, what is your church taught you as far as biblical foundations? Uh, Uh, because if, if not, you're going to go out into the world and there's going to be a whole bunch of questions that you're not gonna have the answer to. And the meme was this guy holding this little drink umbrella with the rain just pouring down on him. The little drink umbrella was what your church taught you. And the rain was all the questions and you only have this little (laughs) umbrella. And the, the funny thing was there was a lot of responses to that that were like, well, yeah, but isn't, isn't that like your personal responsibility, which yes and no in the sense that, yeah, you're supposed to do that but if you totally exclude the role of pastor elder as far as the job to teach and to train and equip then now you're in your own little echo chamber by yourself coming up with your own theology with nobody like you're like well i saw it on the internet well that's good jim but that's i mean there's a lot more right. than that article so like the nice thing is that people understand or seem to or i'm sorry a a nice over 50% majority of people you know, know that it's not just their pastor's job. Um, But that can go the other way too, to where it's not like, well, I'm just not going to listen to him. Why do I need him? I can do it by myself. Um, It's just this like tugging this back and forth where I think it's a nice balance to understand like, yeah, it's not just his job, but he's there biblically for a reason. Because if not, then you have, I mean, you're off in your little echo chamber of yourself of books and you're so out side of orthodox theology that nobody can tell you what's right because you know um it is just it was super interesting i mean i found it fairly encouraging that a lot of people understood that it wasn't just their pastor's job but i can also see that pendulum it swings one way and now all of a sudden it's like well i don't need him anymore and now you're just you know
1: yeah and and there there's so much that um where i honestly where i like to go this in in scripture um and and this would have been true before i was a pastor okay where where i like to go for this in scripture is ephesians 4 um paul is just kind of talking about the the church the body of christ right and he says uh, he says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. And so there's this idea that that some of these roles are from God. God created these roles on purpose for the church, but listen to what the point is of those. Of those. So to equip the saints for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, growing into maturity with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching. So, um, and he, he goes on, but the point is um, that there certainly are roles that God has created to help with this. Um, uh, this is also why, as a pastor elder, um, this is also why in that role you get judged. Um, it's it's more weighty than yeah. just the average Joe because it's it's now my responsibility mm-hmm. to do to to play this role correctly and biblically. Yeah. Um, however, there is a sense in which there's supposed to come from every Christian. Maturity, in in another place, the New Testament that uh, it talks about um, this this idea. Um, I think even Jesus said um, said this that um, there's this idea of uh, getting off your mother's milk, and beginning to eat meat, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it's just this analogy of the the Christian that um there there's an expectation as a belief you're you're yep. not going to be nursing when you're 15 years old
0: right yeah.
1: but that like at some point you're gonna have to get a steak in front of you and be able to eat that thing right mm-hmm.
0: well that reminds so i think okay so let me fanboy a bit about Vodi bacham here for a second so the other day <laughs> somebody had posted a video And that was basically his point. That was like, what happens in the church? So whenever we do see this, right, where people start taking theology seriously and understand it's not just their pastor's job. Like as soon as somebody comes up and they're like, hey, I was reading the systematic theology book. All of a sudden we're like, hey, you're supposed to be a pastor. Instead of just being like, hey, good job, you're a Christian. Like instead of just saying "That's that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, we throw them into a leadership role because, well, you like theology, so you must be a pastor instead of just one of us. Um, and that was his point. He goes, in any other, in any other thing that we look at, uh, profession-wise or just growing up, right? You're, you, if you're in something for a long time, the expectation is you would be better at it. So you know, if he, I think the, the, the example he gave was a bricklayer, right? So if you've been bricklaying for 50 years, I should be able to put somebody with you and you teach them. Because if you go, I've been doing this for 50 years, but I have no idea how to do this. Like, what are you doing then? And the correlation was, if you've been a Christian for 40 years and you don't know, you know, more about it than, hey, I was just saved by Jesus. Like, what are you, do you read your Bible? Like, can you teach anybody anything? Um, And that was the idea here that, you know, understanding that this isn't just the job of the pastor. So I think this question, like, it's really, it's held in this tension of understanding that it's not just the pastor elder's job. and you're supposed to do that as well, but it's this tension of to teach and train, but you also doing that in order to surprise, surprise, go tell other people about Jesus and bring them into the church. Yeah, what? Evangelism. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> <So. Yeah. laughs> it, it's um, it, at the end of the day, um, the New Testament also teaches that um, this is how you uh, find out if someone is a false teacher or not. You. Um, it, it, at the end of the day, it's up to the Christian, right. To know mm-hmm. the word, to know, yeah. God, to know the truth so that they can, I, I, I want my church to test what I say. Yep. Right. And if, if something that I say or something that I'm teaching or advice that I'm giving is unbiblical. Yeah. I want them to point that out mm-hmm. so that I can make that right. Um, yep and the catch is they have to be able to point that out
0: yeah they can't just be feeding off of you they've got to know to look for context they've got to know to read beyond the five verses you read they got to know like what the historical what's going on
1: yeah it's it's expected that you're going to know the truth to know theology um, as a christian because otherwise of course you could end up at a church that has terrible doctrine uh, you can end up at a church with a pastor that really is not functioning, and, and elders and and um, yeah. small group leaders and whatever else that, that are just functioning as sort of facilitators or that have bad doctrine, and they're teaching it every day. And you have to be able to read the Scriptures or listen to the Scriptures, for that matter, whatever, right? You have to be able to, to hear the truth and know the truth so that... Um, point is, at the end of the day, it's on you, the Christian, mm-hmm. to know right and wrong, to know what Scripture says, to know the the teachings of Jesus, um, and and to be able to even correct uh, or have discussion that might lead to correcting or clarification for you. Um, so, at, at the end of the day, that's on the Christian. Yeah. So, so
0: let me, here's mm-hmm. my last two cents to maybe end this section on um so one pastors when you're studying this is just let me surmise and see if i'm, I'm catching what you're saying because I, I i think we 100 agree but just to explain to the people so one i think if you're a pastor when you're studying you should be going what like how detailed can i make this so that i'm super clear that nobody nobody comes up and goes hey what about this so i want to make sure i'm super into the scriptures and explaining the details of it so that it's incredibly clear secondly uh if as a pastor you should be super humble to be able to receive that and be able to have that discussion amongst so if somebody does come up and say well what about this one the hope would be you'd be studied enough to be able to reply to that but two you would also be humble enough to be able to take that criticism or that question and not just push it off and then on the, as far as the layperson congregation goes if your pastor does not take that and just pushes back and goes no i'm just right that would be a huge warning sign <laughs> <laughs> that uh one, he's not humble, two, uh maybe a power trip is happening there. That if he can't take any sort of feedback or criticism uh about, you know, even I mean, constructive, not you coming up and just waylaying him about how he's a false prophet, but you just asking a question about <laughs> well, what about the five verses after that that kind of contradict what you said today? Um, mm-hmm. like that sort of thing. So obviously respectful, but that's what I'm taking from that one pastors you should be prepared enough to go, you know. I mean there's been lots of times where I'll get down from preaching and go, "Oh, I did not cover that point." <laughs> that somebody is going to say something about that and I need I completely forgot to mention it. Um but be prepared to answer those questions and to be humble enough to receive them and you know, give some feedback so.
1: Yeah, I think one of the um at least one of the things that I've that I've seen um, in some churches that I've been a part of that Uh, kind of caused me to uh, maybe lead in a certain way um, is it you see a pastor you see all of the scenarios that you just talked about you see it happen all the time Mm -hmm. right one uh, where a a pastor is um, (laughs) a, a prideful jerk about about it and just assumes that because I'm the pastor you need to sit down and shut up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are those situations where the pastor just kind of says uh, whether, even if it's just in body language and how you take that, right? Mm-hmm. And and people can tell if you're gonna if you're taking it uh, or or if you're just going yeah 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 hurry up and then shut up, right? Um, so there there are those scenarios when someone. Uh, questions or someone has questions or whatever, or someone flat out disagrees because it says here, what, such and such. Right. Yeah. Um, there are those scenarios that, that you either um, sit down and listen and hear them out and have discussion. Um, or, uh, you, you can be that jerk. And I I would say to anyone, listen to this, uh, that, that is a huge red flag Uh, and Hmm. not only is it a red flag, But if you, if you have a pastor in front of you, whose demeanor is essentially telling you, uh, sit down and shut up. Don't question me. Um, it's not only a red flag, but run for your life, right? Like that's, that is not okay. And, and, um, and at the same time, uh, humility is important, right? This is, this is why, um, this is why Paul talks about humility and, and, uh, us being humble as Christ was humble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's important, whether you're a pastor, you need to be humble enough to to, to hear what other people are, are saying, to, to even check yourself, right? Yeah. It, am I wrong, right? Um, but as the person coming to the pastor, you also need to understand that just because you read something here or you saw a, a video or whatever, right? Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you understand it and so there's humility from both sides that has to happen but it is very much your responsibility to learn the things of god as a christian as it is mine yeah not only because i'm a pastor but because i'm a christian
0: (laughs) yeah firstly because you're a christian um have you ever had before we end this this particular one have you ever had anybody throw down the uh the god told me card like the pastor being like and i got a revelation from the lord and you go, yeah, but your revelation contradicts the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I haven't, I haven't had anybody um, uh, do that in uh, in those words, meaning like that. I, I haven't had anyone actually say that they've had uh, the, that God told them. But but I have had um, people come to me and and say. <laughs> and this is an easy one to combat, but the people that come to me and, and essentially say this, this seems right to me though. Right. Like, And it has nothing to do with scripture, you know, and, and I have to, and, and a lot of times it's not, it's not, I know the Bible says this, but this makes more sense to me. Right. But, yeah. but why not this? Most of the time, what that is is there might be a, a question about divorce or about some topic that's, yeah. that's difficult to chat about, right that it's it's not as cut and dry um as God thus saith the Lord, don't do this right um and uh, it'll be something like that that's that's complicated and and so the person might never even bring scripture up right like it's not about what does the Bible say about this it's about well, I feel like this would be the best move or this makes the most sense or that and and then I have to go. Okay, um, here's what God says, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and Chap, so the chapter verse, <laughs> I yeah. think it wins. So there's, a, there's a reminder there, right? Yeah. For, for us that, that everything that we do, the lenses that we should look at everything that we're doing, every decision that we make now, not like when do you brush your teeth, but where, where are you going from here? Like, how do I respond to this issue? Those kind of decisions have to be looked at through the lenses of scripture, through the lenses of the gospel. If they're not, there's a pretty good chance you're going to make a mistake (laughs) because that's the whole thing. So yeah.
0: I'm Christian, but I disagree okay that's fine you're Christian. where in the verse where in the Bible like just right. just, just <laughs> show me
1: <laughs> i find it um if you if you look at the data a little bit uh in in all of these, I find it um funny that there's affiliation um and there are those things, and then right below that it says beliefs, evangelical, not evangelical I think it's funny that you can have an affiliation and not have not yeah not having the belief yep.
0: <laughs> well and the thing is so there are so yeah evangelical black i'd be interested in what mainline means i'm assuming that is yeah, just no. i'm assuming well because if you're breaking it bound by evangelical and then you also have black protestant and roman catholic mainline seems to me to be like on the fringe of orthodoxy probably more of like um not necessarily non-denominational but very like maybe leaning toward a progressive more of a I could be totally wrong on that because I don't see any sort of um, uh, answer key to tell me what these these certain, you know, where that where the definition would be on these. But all right, guys. Well, you got anything else on this particular question, Rob?
1: I do not. Learn your theology. Yes. It just, it just means that you're learning about who God is. Yes. So get in the word and learn your theology.
0: <laughs> That's it that's all all right guys we will see you next time bye-bye